Shall we begin? <laughs> Just like birds, your back against the world. I never trade you for anybody else. A brown skin girl, your skin just like birds. The best in it. A trophy when Naomi's walking. She need an Oscar for that pretty dark skin. Pretty like Lupita when the camera's closing. Drip off the living when my kill is Hello, I was back at Groovin'. Oh my goodness. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Luncheon with Lisa. Um, we kind of shifting gears a little bit. Sometimes we having a little fun, but then I warned you when I launched the show that sometimes we were going in a little deep. So this is one of those shows, um, if some of you all saw, this show is about colorism. Um, and we're going to talk about the first question is going to be, is it, does it still exist? Some people may think that it doesn't anymore. It's all good. Um, but we're going to talk about that a little bit. And we have a special guest that this is a subject that's near and dear to her heart. So we're going to get into this. But first, we're going to give you a little, um, a little snippet of this particular topic. So we're going to run a video for you, take a look at it, check it out. And then we're going to come back and introduce you to our guest. And we'll go from there. Is colorism still a problem? Yes. Kim, what do, you, what do you think about that? Do you think colorism is a problem? Is still a problem? I, I, I think it is still a problem. Um, I think it's getting better, uh, much better. Um, but uh, it's, uh, it's among us. You know, that's the... Is, it, it is, it is, and that becomes from the very beginning of time because when you know we had the light-skinned people in the house, and when the darker you are, the further you are in the field. So yeah, that was that was ingrained in us. So we're not that many generations away. I, I think it's getting better now. Like the sister with no hair, and this one right here, dark chocolate, and you see all these beautiful colors, and we're embracing each other. Um, you know, my mother. Uh, I thought she was white till I was nine years old. That's a problem. And then one day, I went home, I was like, you white mama. <laughs> and then she cussed me out like she was black, so then I knew that she was a black woman. Um, so, and my father was, is, is very dark, you know? So I had all these different shades in my family, but we never in our family said like, oh, you light-skinned, you brown-skinned. We never had that in our family. But outside and in the community, we have it. We had, I went to Fisk University and they would say, oh, you can't run from his fist, or you too light, or you can't. I was like, too light? What's happening here? I'm at a black college. It's us, difference. though. It's, it's us. us. I'm telling you. Yes. Yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today. So we didn't get all into it, but that was a good snippet of what this is about. So let me introduce you to our guest. I want to introduce you to Michelle A. Greer, who is a practicing family law and a state attorney. She is a managing attorney of the law office of Michelle A. Greer, PA, located in Timonium, Maryland. She's also a divorce coach, certified mediator, lecturer, and program facilitator on various subject matters related to family preservation, social and economic development, and social justice. Prior to becoming an attorney, Ms. Greer was a certified paralegal for over 20 years, specializing in criminal and civil litigation, business, and family and estate law. 
She holds a BA and JD from the University of Baltimore and is bar admitted in the state of Maryland, federal court, fourth circuit and the US Supreme Court. In addition to her legal practice, Ms. Greer is also a motivational speaker and distinguished career developer, having over 15 years experience as a community advocate and business consultant. She has become a leading expert on women's services and the development of personal crisis management strategies. She has been featured in various publications and has appeared on numerous radio and television talk shows, including the OWN Network, which we will show you in just a few minutes. But welcome, Michelle, to the Luncheon with Lisa show. Thank you. Thank you, my sister. I am so happy to have you on here. So what we're going to do is um, we mentioned that Michelle was on the own network. She was talking, actually, she appeared talking about colorism. So we're going to give you a snippet of how that conversation went. Um, and then we're going to extend that conversation. So we're going to, um, this is kind of like, as Michelle said, a part two for her. So we're going to keep talking about this. She didn't get everything out or get everything heard. So this is going to be another opportunity to that. So we're going to give you a snippet and then we're going to carry on with it. Right. But I'm going to speak some, some truth. The fact of the matter is, is that black is beautiful. Okay. And we wish that we did have darker skin. We feel that. Now, a lot of them won't say it, but I'm going to say it. Okay. And so I just, just want to really take the opportunity to validate and say, I, I love all of you. You know, um, I think we have to keep it real. We've got to keep it real. And the important thing is this, preference is not privilege. I have very full lips. I was teased all through high school because of the fullness of my lips. Even in my adult life, in my adult life, I still hold my mouth a certain way. I still cover my smile because I feel unattractive because of the fullness of my lips. So as sisters, it's time, it's time for us to recognize that we are beautiful, beautiful. I am sorry. I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart. And I'm going to take the time to apologize for any of you, light skin, dark skin, I don't care. Whichever one it is, I'm going to apologize because they were out of order. They didn't know any better. They didn't know any better, but it's no excuse. I can't understand your pain, and I'm not gonna profess to be able to because my skin is not dark. But what I can say is that I do feel your pain. I care, I care. And I think that we need to talk about these things and recognize that we can care, we can be real. And I'm just thankful that we're having this dialogue. I really am. And uh, that's our yes. takeaway. That's life That is it. Yes, 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 yes. Look, you got me over here getting ready to. I'm <laughs> like, don't, don't, te don't tear up, don't tear up. But Michelle said there that she's glad we have these conversations, and so we we're gonna keep this going. So Michelle, let's talk about it. Yes, indeed, sis. Um, I'm teared up <laughs> again. Just just watching. Um, the video is, um, I'm very thankful once again that you're continuing the dialogue. Absolutely. So I'm going to get the first question out the way and then we're going to talk, we're going to get real with it. So the first question is, 
is 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 colorism still an issue now i can answer first you want to answer first i think it's an easy answer but oh well look cheryl already answered um <laughs> but yes absolutely yes alive kicking and well yes indeed yes so let's talk about it what was on your mind when, when you did that i mean because that was that was huge um, and I know that I think there was another show and, and, and it talked about further in, in different directions, but you have some directions you want things to go in, some things you want to talk about. So let's get into it because I think we can all share some examples of how it still exists. But I do want us to get to a point somewhere, you know, before the night is over and we will continue these talks, but to start some kind of healing um, which I think starts from understanding and being able to share and get some dialogue. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, sis. Um, I don't know if any of the viewers remember, but there was a, a show that aired called, I think, For Black Girls. And <laughs> it was a, a documentary that, that featured um, beautiful, you know, brown-skinned sisters who were struggling with the issue of colorism from their perspective as dark-skinned sisters. Right. And one of the things that, that came up is this issue of privilege, that you know, light-skinned sisters are privileged. And so I then immediately sent a letter over to, to Oprah saying, hey, we need to re revisit this issue. We need to have a table discussion with all of us represented mm -hmm. at the table. One, because believe it or not, Light-skinned sisters go through the same things as dark-skinned sisters. We all are going through it, you know, yes. but we are always, for whatever reason, sitting on opposite ends of the table. We're not reaching across the table and holding hands with one another and sharing our pain so that we can begin to heal together instead right. of holding on to this thing and pointing the finger across the table saying, you did this. Mm-hmm. You're responsible for this, okay? But that's not the case. That's not right. The case. Don't get me wrong. We have some people, um, some sisters who are still coming from uh, a, a low place, right? That have not yet evolved in their own space to recognize the beauty inside of themselves. But we have to recognize that as being a brokenness right. that requires healing, right? Right. And not get all uptight about it. So that's why I reached out in, in hopes that it would create an opportunity for us to come together of women of all shades, you know, of all colors for us as women of color. And that's what happened. And I was very thankful, you know, for the opportunity, mm -hmm. um, you know, that that Oprah presented. And um, so I, I'd like to share a little bit of what was going on behind okay. the scene, because of okay. course, we edited down, you get what was given, which is a small snippet, right? Right. It doesn't give you what's what was really happening from the meat end of it, the substance of it, um, if I may. Is that all right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, perfect. Thank you. So so we, we taped for about four, four hours. Mm -hmm. And during the course of that time, I had the experience of the producer telling me to lighten my makeup, that my makeup was too dark. Um, and of course, for us, we always hear when you're on set, you want to wear your makeup a little bit heavier, right? So right. I was told to pretty much take take my you know blush off and to keep powdering my face, right? Um, 
And I'm just thinking, okay, well, I'm going to follow the producer's instructions. Well, of course, I had no idea that I wasn't even going to look like myself. Once <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was all said and done. But the, the, the real pain for me came from observing the conversation, you know, the brown paper bag, you know, comparison to the skin tones, um, uh, light skin sisters trying to have an opportunity to validate what our dark skin sisters are experiencing, but also struggling to mm -hmm. validation that we're going through this too. Right. And we feel your pain, you know, and together this needs to be addressed for us. Right. right. And so by the time I you know, got finished listening to, to all of the, 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 the responses, the remarks and so forth, I literally felt like I had been tied to a chair, gagged and forced to, to watch my own sisters being assaulted, being violent. Right. That's what mm -hmm. it was. And so, and I was kind of the, the one of the last to, to, to speak by the mm -hmm. time set me free because that's how I felt. Like they were yeah. setting me free. Right, right. When they set me free, all I could do was cry. All I could do was apologize. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and try to say, listen, we're here. We're here together, right? We care. I'm sorry, right. I, don't know, I don't know who told you that your light-skinned sisters don't care about the fact that you're feeling these things. I don't know who told you that, but they lied to you. Mm -hmm. I remember I remember the show and I think what happens and I, I think that's what you kind of explained it too is that by the time you were speaking it just wasn't anything else that you wanted to share even your experiences just didn't seem like the appropriate time because sometimes you can't go into well this is what I experienced on my side um, because by that time you had heard so much that it, the validation was needed and you know all that you felt like you could say was I'm here for you because it is true that there are pluses and minuses on all sides we just never get to have that round table where we're literally talking and they say oh I didn't know this and then we're saying oh we didn't know that and then we talk about how we can get through it together um and, and we were conditioned to think this way so I mean this is years and years and years of being conditioned to divide I mean that's that whole divide and conquer thing I mean and it works it and works if you buy into it, it works because I will tell you when I walked away from the show although I appreciated the opportunity and mm -hmm. I was thankful that the dialogue was beginning and, and, and we were all coming together. I knew that the, the method was not appropriate. One, um, and it's no disrespect to Ayana, it's no disrespect to Oprah, but in that instance, you're not Oprah, you're not Ayana, right? We're sisters. We're sisters of different hue, all of us struggling with this same rooted issue, this same conditioning right? Shackles that need to be broken. And so for me, everybody needed to be leveled out mm -hmm. on the same playing field, you understand? And having just raw, authentic conversation, you know, and having an opportunity to hear one another out and to validate the pain of each other, right? I mean, just because you, when you say, I'm sorry, it doesn't mean that you did something wrong personally. Right, right. Are sorry that this other person is experiencing pain. That's right. 
That's right. So that's what, what it was really about. And even when I looked at the clip um, and, and piggybacking on what you said about this divide, it still took pieces out of what I said and mm -hmm. appears as if I have a problem with my own light skin. <laughs> right, right. But that's not the case. So I want to be very clear today on your show that what I said is mm -hmm. that our dark skinned sisters are beautiful. You have beautiful complexions and you age flawlessly. Amen. Flawlessly. And light skinned sisters, we recognize it. Mm -hmm. We recognize it. And we want to age flawlessly too, just like you. Yes. And that's what I was saying. I have no problem with my light skin. I love me, but I also love you. That's right. I love my brown sisters. Look, I said, when I saw, um, when you said, when I saw that and you said preference is not privilege, that just opened up. I was like, that's that's it right there. Um, it really isn't. I think there's a misconception um, that it is privilege. Yes. Um, it, but something always looks like privilege when it's something you don't have, whether yes. it's, you know, light skinned people who, you know, wish, you know, like I used to, you know, and I'm, I hope people don't take this too serious, but I mean, when I was, you know, young and had my son, you know, we talked about, you know, he, he was light. I was like, well, he certainly couldn't get no color from me, but I, I want me some, I said, please, Lord, give me some babies, some color, just because I beautiful. I think I love my black and brown sisters and I love the color, but I mean, it's all in love. And, and, and I think that we miss that part because then it becomes a judgment or a comparison, which is something I've talked about through business through social whatever it's all we're always comparing and competing um and that's what brings about all of that this and this and this and that's why this conversation is necessary so let me ask you this um because i did you know there was a lot in those clips even when i watched the whole show it was a lot it, it could be very draining um because it was a lot and you're actually my my um wheels are spinning i'll talk to shariva later about how we can create that even yeah we we're we gonna create some things and keep this going but what are some suggestions or you know how do we turn this into a healing um you know a healing place how what are some suggestions you think on how we can start to heal and fix those things that were embedded in our ancestors long time ago this ain't just start this year it's been like this for a long time and we didn't start it necessarily but we bought into it Yes, absolutely. So, so two things in, in picking up where you mentioned about the um, preference not being privilege. I think that that's a key thing that we have to recognize. And so mm -hmm. when we line ourselves up, if we were to position ourselves just lined up from, from the darkest to the lightest end of us, what we would recognize is that there's always going to be an area mm -hmm. of preference. You know, I said on the show that day, my, my daughter is is fair skin. Her texture, the texture of her hair. And then let me just say this is not better than mine. It's different. Okay? That's right. Some That's right. Her that different. Right. And right. Center, her features are keener than mine. And if you stand her beside me, guess what? Standing beside her. I'm no different than than what a dark skin sister feels like she is standing beside a light skin sister. Absolutely. Because when you start getting into this issue, issue of preference, there are layers of it. You have yeah. 
color of eye preferences, texture hair preferences. You know, if your nose is too wide, your lips are too full, your head is too big. I mean, listen. They break it down to the ears, the nails. The <laughs> they break it all down. If your butt ain't big enough, you understand what I'm saying? You can't drop it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Your movements, how you move, how you, yeah, it all, it all gets a judgment. It, it does. All gets a judgment. And so we must use that as an opportunity to recognize that, yes, there may be someone that's preferred more than you, but there's also someone else who is less preferred than you. You understand? Right. And so right. you know, it's all relative. It really is. Where it has to stop mattering at, who mm -hmm. cares about that other person? It has to stop mattering here. That's right. Okay. That's right. The personal journey has got to stop mattering here. That's right. Okay. And then if we sit down and have dialogues like this, having started here first, then we can begin to share our pain as sisters. We can validate one another as sisters. We can wrap our arms around one another as sisters. And we can look around the room and each one of us and say, you know what, girl, you know, I like how you wear your hair. Yes. Oh, is that some bad lipstick on I me? Mean, I can't wear red, but you rocking that red. You understand? We you know, yes, I'm love. I'm love. You know, because we did that actually without even thinking about it. We did it when we got on here before we went live. We did it. It was a natural thing. but. So what you were saying, I do, it's, it's a, um, and that's to me, one of the areas where we got to start. It's a personal, I have to understand that somebody standing next to me could be just gorgeous. But what we do is if we see them and we think they're gorgeous, that somehow that means that we're not. And that's where we mess it up because yeah, she gorgeous. And I should feel like I'm gorgeous too. So that cuts out all the competition. Now, who wants to be with that person as opposed to this person? Like you said, that's that doesn't even matter. I mean, it's because people don't believe if you claim that this is beautiful, then we automatically think that everything else is beneath that. Exactly. And 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 that's so not true. But I think that that's where people go. If someone gets called out as the preference, um, then everybody else goes down. Like yeah. in their mind, they're thinking, okay, well then I'm not. Yeah. And that's what we got to stop. And me too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> change it. Yes. We all, we, we all had to. We were talking yeah. about it earlier. If we were to go back to, to the time of slavery, this is my, my interpretation of it. Okay. My perception only. If we were to go back in, in slavery times, I don't believe that the issues that we're feeling today with this colorism were present back then. I think mm -hmm. that the dark-skinned sisters, the, the, the fair-skinned sisters, and the sisters in between, I think all of them shared a common desire, which was to get the hell up off that plantation. And I think when they had an opportunity to pray over each other and to strategize and to figure out a way how they could collectively do it, that is what they would do. That is what they did. They pulled their strength together, they pulled on the, the pain that they shared collectively and they recognized that I am you, you and me, and only together can we get the hell up off this plantation. So this, I, this I right. agree with that. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that it was we were conditioned. Um, yeah. So when and, and that was to stop that. I mean, because 
then you can if you if you bring everybody together then we can't do this so we got to create some kind of divide we got to have somebody thinking that they better than the other one so and this was what people and this goes for not just colorism but in all things so that they are fighting each other while we're busy doing what we do so it's a distract it we've been talking about distractions it's a distraction distraction so you know so now we have to put that strategy to work we've yeah. got a few things that you and i just talked about and then we have to move to a a, a a unified mindset of together and only together can we get off of this mental plantation right that's right because right. that's where we are right now that's the bottom line well and not and denying it so you know to me um, you know, so because some people, you know, and I have to be honest, when I, I never even experienced colorism. Um, it, it, well, first, I had never experienced um, prejudice until I moved down south. And, you know, and I actually mentioned this and I mentioned to you in, in my book, I mentioned that experience and it was a culture shock. But yeah. in addition to that, when I went down to when I went to Spelman College, I experienced, you know, every I think everybody probably knows the school days movie. Um, and, and that was a depiction of it. But it, it was an exaggeration, maybe because it's film. But um, he wasn't too far from the reality of what was going on. Exactly. And I felt it and didn't know I was sitting in it because I, I didn't know. But if you think about it, when we talk about sororities, when we talk about what college you go to, mm -hmm. um, all of that is colorism is embedded in all of that. Mm -hmm. um, so you already have been sized up, judged about, you know, which way you want to go when you yeah. pledge or what school you're going to go to. And then we were I noticed that we were we were kind of against each other. I could go to somewhere down at the AU center. And if I had a Spelman sticker on my car, mm -hmm. some people had an issue with me already. And I didn't know it because it was already conceived that all oh, she, or, you know, think about it. Us sisters, we do that when we see, when you see, and we got to be honest. Yes. So, you know, when you see a light skinned girl, do you assume she thinks she cute mm -hmm. or, you, when you see a, you know, and I was actually it, like when we talked about the privilege, it's not always a good thing to be a preference. That's right. I mean, a preference is not, not always a positive. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's always good. You're it's right. you got to define what being the chosen one is. Chosen to do what? Chosen right. for what? Exactly. Um, it was insulting sometimes to be the preference because of, you know, because I felt like don't judge me because of the color of my skin. I'm yeah, don't don't think I'm because on the on the flip side, maybe because you're light skin, you're considered weak or you're considered, oh, you ain't, you know, I don't know. They just had all these judgments oh, and things. Or brainy, or you know, it's all kinds of whitey. I mean, or you know, because it, it's not just black sisters and brown sisters, it's it's white sisters too. So, you know, it think about it colorism blonde versus dark hair and then we go out and we do blonde and we do the, you know because embedded you you know we have public or society telling us what's pretty so yeah. then we try to capture what's pretty not realizing we already got it yes now we're altering it you yes. know yes. and then they still going to talk about you yes so you know we yeah. can talk about the bleaching when people bleaching of the skin yeah, and things like that. Oh. I was just thinking about the bleaching or the layers of makeup, but you know, when you know your tone is not that, I mean, you know, it's, 
it goes on and on and we really have to uh, and I do it's it's self first, but I think we can help each other to understand, like you said, being on a platform where it's not about celebrity or anything like that, but it's just about us being able to kind of sit not, you know, across from each other, but talk to each other and say, hey, what were some of your experiences? I think we would be surprised to know that on both sides that, that the, the experiences might have been different, but the feelings were the same. Yeah, yeah, you know, I remember when I was younger, full lips was not the the end thing. You know what I mean? Now it is, mm -hmm. <laughs> but back then it wasn't, right? And so it goes back to this. Sometimes preference is a trendy, dangerous thing. <laughs> you understand? And so it's I, not just women either. Yes, exactly. Think about, um, you know, it just sparked in my the, think about the movie Sprung with um Tisha Campbell. Yeah. That was with men because, you know, you hear the comments or, you know, like the light-skinned brothers are in now. And, you know, it was, they had the same competition going. What was preference for this year? When Blade, when Wesley Snipes, I remember, you remember hearing that? That was yeah. when Wesley Snipes took over the role of Blade, that's when it switched over. Really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and we were doing it not realizing because we're calling, like we talked about earlier, we're calling it something different. It is colorism, but we've equated it to, you know, where you live or, you know, other things. But if you really think about it, it goes back to that. And then we started adding things to the color and this. So, you know, yes, yeah, she's light-skinned and this. Like I told you, when I first went to Spelman and being a freshman for the first time going in, everybody's talking with each other and I don't have a clue what people are sizing me up for because I've never experienced this. And then after I'm talking and hanging out and meeting people and I'm shy and, you know, thinking there's some beautiful girls here. And, you know, I ain't thinking no more about it till somebody said, you know what? I wasn't going to talk to you because I thought that you thought you was cute. And I was like, what? But when they start talking to me, it's like, oh, she cool. And I was like, well, why would you think I wasn't cool? Wow. But I think that there were judgments. Huh? It's so the interesting thing and piggybacking off what you just said. What's wrong with thinking you're cute? As long as right. building myself up is not putting you down. See, that's where it becomes a problem. Right. If I have to build myself up by putting you down, then there's a problem. Right. But if I am thinking I'm cute, I think you cute. Well, you understand know what I'm saying? What? What's wrong with it? cute, right? We walk around saying, look, you know, it'll be a good thing for 24 hours to walk around every sister you see. White, blue, green, black, just say, we cute, girl. We cute. We cute. That's right. <laughs> I love it. We can look. We're going to start some challenges out there, Michelle. You just start making that hashtag, girl. We cute. <laughs> We're going to be like, walk by everybody you want. You ain't got to know their name. That's you don't right. have to know nothing about them. Just walk past them and say, we cute. It ain't got to be you cute. We cute. Exactly. We're going to do something with that. So, uh, I mean, this is, I mean, this conversation is really a, a good thing to have. It's been a long time because that show was, what year was that? I think it was 13. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was around 13. I was like eight, what, eight, nine years ago. Um, And, you know, like you were mentioning, I haven't heard a lot, you know, about, I think we kind of abandoned the issue. We still yeah. living in it. We still doing it, but we don't. We don't want to talk about it. Because, like I told you, um, you know, earlier before we came on. Oh, I love it. Type uh, in the comments. Hashtag we cute. Cute. Absolutely. Let's, let's start it up. We cute. I love it. Yes. So you know, 
even after that show, I wrote back to, to Oprah then saying, listen, we got to bring, we got to tell the Light Skin Sisters perspective. We got to bring this together. But remember I said, the follow-up to that was then to do a show only for Light Skin Sisters, you know, and celebrity Light Skin Sisters, right? So it really wasn't like personal for us and it still didn't accomplish that. And so, you know, I'm thankful that you are doing this. I think it's a perfect opportunity um, mm -hmm. for, for you to, you know, kind of bring this into conversation. It has to be, it can't be an isolated conversation here, isolated conversation. This is an ongoing conversation yes. that has to take place, you know, and we don't even have to call, let's call them gatherings. Yes. Right. It could be we cute gatherings. <laughs> you understand what I mean? You Look, know, we start, we started some stuff right here, but I'm, because yeah. actually I'm going to, I'm going to take that and going forward, because I wanted to bring this back out. Um, and I wasn't sure if people were like, are we ready? You know, why do we got to talk about that now? All that, But but one thing I was talking about, especially in these times and these days, what we're going through, we're not getting into the details of politics so much, but that we are all going through some things that are challenging to, you know, who we are. Yes. And if we if we don't stick together, I'm I'm telling you, the divided we fall thing is true. So we got to fix us too. I know that we're healing on a bigger level, but in the meantime, we got to start to figure out how we heal and come together instead of when we in the same room, we, you know, we, you know, suspect or I don't know where she, come, mm, I don't know. We, we doing that. So we already working against each other because we sizing each other up. Like what are her ulterior motives? Yeah. I don't even know each other. Don't even know each other. Don't know nothing about what we've been through. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm suggesting is next time around that we do, you know, widen this up and, you know, bring several different, you know, races or, or and we and let's talk about it and give everybody an opportunity to say, even where they're coming from. Some people haven't witnessed any. That's the whole thing. We don't yeah. even realize some people, like I said, when I was green, I didn't know what was going on. Like, why would you not think I was cool? I'm shy and they knew nothing about me. And they had already had me walk my head like I'm thinking I'm cute. And I'm thinking I ain't as cute as the rest of these girls. Exactly. But we ain't talk, you know, and it wasn't until I opened my mouth. It was like, oh, but that's scary because it's like you're going to be in it. But it's real. You're going to be just before you even open your mouth. Yes. And people already take off before they even have a conversation with you. Yeah, yeah. And you realize oh, we got to talk this pro, you know, like I've seen a lot of that where a lot of sisters are developing this, this uh, self-love mm -hmm. in, in a, in a, in a counterproductive way. In other words, it's like, again, that issue of putting you down in order to build myself up. Right. And so that's the other thing we have to be very careful of the sisters, you know, don't, don't take this too far. Be, be very proud of who you are and see the beauty in yourself. But if you have to go to a place of putting down another sister in order to find it, then you haven't quite found it, right? You, you know, I'm glad you said that um, because something that just kind of wears on me at times, you see people out on social media and I don't think people realize that they're already doing the competition thing. But when you start to say, and it's, it's all in how you say things, how you talk about things. So when you start to introduce ideas and things and say, well, I don't do that, though. This is what I do. Yes. You've, al you've already built yeah. this up. And I think it's a natural thing that people do. Yes. But to start to be mindful 
because we're all guilty of it. It's just, it's, it's conversation, but I hear it, you know, it, it, when I see it sometimes, because what I hear is, oh, well, if you don't do what I'm doing, then you ain't, you ain't got it going on or whatever. And I was like, why do we have to present it that way? Why isn't it that this is what I'm doing? Um, this is, da, 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 but we always compare it to something or someone else so that you get the contrast. Um, and that's, that's what, yeah, that's what hurts. Yeah. Yeah. We got to fix that. And, it, and, and, and I, you know, and it talks, it starts with the conversation and it starts with us watching what we say. Yes, absolutely. Mindful of how we talk to our sisters, what we say, because what you say is a reflection of <laughs> what's going on up in here. It, and yeah. it slips out. It's, yeah. It slips. And, and we're worthy of that. We're worthy of taking a moment before we speak to think uh, of- Wait a minute, y'all. What she just look, anybody who knows me now, and Michelle didn't really even know about the power shut up. And she just she just took look the message on my mask. It's shh. I, I'm <laughs> I'm thinking the what does the mask say, y'all? It says shh, I'm thinking before I speak. Um and you, and you said it. I mean, you we got to. We got to. That's powerful. You know, I, I woke up from a dream the other day. Because, you know, I'm always asking God, what what can I do to be better? And this issue of sisterhood and colorism is, is so deep for me, you know. And so the message that I woke up with was sometimes, Michelle, you may not perceive yourself the way other people perceive and receive you. Yeah. And so that goes back to that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you don't know, you may not be trying to project that you are, but it doesn't mean that the majority of people coming in contact with you aren't receiving it like that. That's right. Some people don't care, but it matters to me. It matters because of conversations like this. That's true, because I think what we, you know, what you'll hear sometimes is, and what people will say, which to me is dismissive, but they don't realize that that's what it is. So when you say something and say somebody takes something a certain way and you say that hurt my feelings, mm-hmm. we say, well, that's not what I meant, but you've already dismissed the feeling. You have to accept and acknowledge that when you say something, even if it's not your intention, yes, you still need to address the fact that that's what they heard. That's what they felt. And whether it's I'm I'm sorry you took it that way. Let me clear this up for you or something. But what people don't do is they don't fix it. They yeah. they make it your problem. Yes. That you received it that way. And it's a it's a dual thing. When I speak, yeah. I have to be mindful of how it's going to be received Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. And we we've clearly seen a lot of that going on in the world right now. So yes, yeah, have. words are powerful. Yep. And so what you do that says. That's a powerful piece. Yeah. And again, I can't stress it because we're worthy. That other person is worthy, right? And so are you. You yeah. owe it to yourself and you owe it to that person. That's Be right. Mindful of your words. Absolutely. You didn't look, we didn't summed up the power, shut up. <laughs> we need to read all 120 some pages. Yes, indeed. Um at this this is good conversation and and I I really want some of the you know everybody tuning thank you Doreen Victoria Cheryl um everybody who's tuned in um 
and share with us what are some ideas that we can do to start to, you know, keep this going? Because this is not a, a, you know, a one-time thing. I mean, as you can see, Michelle has been on the platform before and and, and it has to start somewhere. Um, so, you know, that was, that was one way to tackle it. Now we can see, well, where did we go from there? What did we learn from that? Um, did everybody get heard? Like what you said, you, you kind of felt like, okay, so wait a minute, all sides have to be heard because I think that one side thinks that the other side doesn't understand. And actually we're both experiencing the same thing. We just ain't, we ain't been in the same room. It's kind of like, on, on the job when people want to have, don't want to have those retreats. And I'm one of them for, no, let's get everybody in the room. Don't, yes. don't yes. call no personal meetings with me. I want to make sure yes. when you say to me, that right. I want to make sure that there's no misunderstanding because yes. things get twisted when you do these private, you can't heal privately like that. You can't. That's right. That's right. And, that, and okay. what you said, sister, it's the same thing, Lisa, with that with your private thoughts. You can't heal only with your private thoughts. That's right. That's yeah. right. You know, I mean, if you if you're the only one that's that's dealing with it, how is anybody else gonna figure it out, learn from it? It's kind of like with your gifts in the world. It's like when some people say, Oh, hold on to it. Well, I mean, you can hold on to it, but then who else but you is gonna benefit from the gift? Exactly. Unless you share it. So, you know, I used to tell people when people judge, oh, they're taking selfies. And it, it, what, why is that? You know, I always wonder with, with people when they criticize certain things, how is that affecting your life, your world, your day? Because right. somebody else wanted to take a picture of themselves. Exactly. Even if there's work for them because they're doing excess or whatever it is, that, that's that's their work. But, you know, maybe they went through a, a, a moment in their life when they didn't think they were, you know, cute enough to take pictures exactly. and they lost some weight. They feeling cute. Yes. And maybe the reason is because it's, it's Thursday. Yes. So I want to take a throwback Thursday pick because yes. my cold ponytail is working today. OK. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you hit it right there. But yes. then going to that judgmental space, you know. We got to learn how to block that. Um, I think it's so natural to do it that we don't even realize that that's what we're doing. Exactly. You know, right. even when we compliment each other, sometimes it's, it's, mm, uh, you know, it's already, it's yeah. already there. Um, yeah. It's already there. It's already there. So we, we got to work on that. But this is this to me is a, is a step in the right direction. I love this kind of conversation because I feel like the only way you can start to heal and get past things is to talk about it. Um, and I think a lot of people don't, whether it hurts, whether it's just a hard conversation or whether you're in denial about it. But that's where we got to get to be. open. Well, and, you know, the other part of it, I will say, is that both sides have to be open to hearing what the other side has to say. Exactly. And listen. don't judge it. Don't get in your feelings. Don't defend. Yep. Just listen. listen. Silence. For those who didn't realize this, silence and listen have the same words, letters in them. Yes. Okay. The yes. Silence and listening. If you don't have the silence, how are you going to listen? You can't hear anything if you're talking. That's right. That's right. This is so cool. So Patsy, I did um 
think I didn't catch. Patsy said words are so powerful. As a child in elementary school, I was teased periodically with the comment, you think you're cute. Mm. I cried because my feelings were hurt. My mother said, no, baby, the problem is that they think you're cute. Boy, did that make me feel better. Yes. And yeah. amen. And, 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 and that's what it, I don't think people want to ex accept this, but when you say things about people, mean spirited, you 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 know you coming for them and stuff. That's a reflection on you. That really has nothing to do with who you talking about. That's right. I mean, we take it in, you know, immediately. Like she said, you somebody say something about you, yeah, it hurts your feelings. But if you really take that minute, you like, okay, so what what's wrong, boo? What's my issue? What what what's what's wrong? Oh, and we need to check ourselves. Like when we're in those moments, we're human. Everybody has those moments. This is like a big girl check, you know, check like, okay, what's wrong with you today? You and yes. your feelings. Think about, you know, and I keep going to these shows because they actually address these issues. But think about girlfriends when um, Tony was getting married. Right. And Joan was in her feelings. Yes, I remember. Yes. And it was it was bad. And then she but yeah. she but she figured it out. Um, and, and not only did she figure it out, she went back and let her friend know, this that is what I was doing. It was my issue. And I apologize for that. That's, that's right. the part that's missing. That's yep. the part that's missing. Let yep. me know that that's where you were. So I know if I haven't figured it out yet, that it wasn't me. Exactly. But we don't tell them it wasn't you. We just let you think it was you. <laughs> we let you think it was you. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a lot of self checking that we got to do, but I think we can. I think I think we can. It's just dialogues like this that say, "Come on, look, look, let's talk about it. How you feeling? I'm sorry you felt like that. I feel you. I mean, I could sit down with another female. We probably have some stories we could share all day long. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'll be like, you too. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. We we did it before we got we came on. Actually, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. What, 15 minutes time? We took it back. We didn't compare. That's right. We didn't compare some stuff and say, me too. I went through that. But yeah, and I and I and like I said, it affects our brothers too. So I think it would be a huge conversation, not just women. Um, we could deal with the but but it's a it's a, a whole a whole move for the all of us. Men do it too. They're yeah. not as blatant with it, or you know, they seem to kind of keep it minimized, but it, it happens with well, that's what, like I said, my I mean, my family, te I'm good with it. But, you know, you tease your family. You, yeah. you make light of it. But like I explained to you, I said I had a friend down in Georgia who maybe had never been exposed to black people. Right. And I was one of the few she had been exposed to. But what I appreciated was she asked me, well, why are you all different shades? Mm -hmm. um, you know, how does it because she didn't know, you know, if all her if her world is just her and her people, her family. She wants to figure it out. I would even have people ask me, where are you from? And Sharif would laugh at me. I'd say, Washington, D.C. What do you mean, where am I from? Yeah. But people already decide that if you look different than the one I've, you know, than the, the Black person I've been around, then you must be something different. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily. <laughs> yes. And you know what, sis? The other thing that's interesting when you brought up inviting our, our men in is that we also perpetuate the same mindset in our interaction as men and women. You said I mean? that's true. That's true. We do it to them, you know. So yes, oh, we, we do. We do. How does that impact our relationships? You know, we and keep our, the competition going. 
Yes. We do. That's a whole nother. You don't probably look, you just set up a whole whole season (laughs) of conversations. (laughs) But long as it's, I mean, long as it's as long as it's healing and it's positive and and it's all necessary. And that's why it has to be a continuing conversation. Um, not just the one, you know, one hit wonder. We talk about it, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, and then you never hear about it again. That's why I told you this has been on my heart since you know, when I first started lunching with Lisa and I knew I was going to reach out to you because I remember, and that's the thing. I remember that show like it was yesterday. It was such a powerful conversation. Um, and I wanted more, you know what I'm saying? I I wanted, I was like, okay, so we need to talk about this some more. I would love. And I think there were people in outside of the TV that were like, I want to be in there. I want to, I want to share. I want to tell you all, Hey, no, look, this is what I was too. This is what I was feeling um, yes. from my own, you know, my own sisters and brothers. I was, you know, judged. And um, I think I had told somebody the story when I was down at Spelman, um, I had the Spelman sticker in my car and I didn't really get the, the I hadn't felt the school days thing yet. But then while I was sitting in my car waiting for somebody to come, um, a guy came past and jumped on my car and I heard all of the negative Spelman things. And, and I was like, what? wait a minute, you know, this was like a brother that went to another AUC, you know, college. And it's like, why are we at odds? And you never even, you ain't know what I look like, you know, but, but isn't it funny that the Spellman sticker told him something? Why didn't reading Spellman tell you, they could have told you some wonderful things. Yes. But instead it must've been telling you something else. Exactly. Exactly. So somebody then equated Spellman to something negative and we take stuff and run with it and then we react. Yes, yes, yes. And do hurtful things to each other when all you had to do is have a conversation with somebody and you would find out yeah, that yeah. we we in the same boat. We're in the same boat. And you know, this, this conversation is really also important even for, for us, but for us with our younger sisters. Because I'm going to tell you, on the other side of the Oprah show, I mean, I was always one that kind of shied away from female relationships because of what I experienced, you know, right, growing up, right? And then, you know, reconnecting like with my school alumni members and things like that. I actually went to a few of them and said, listen, says, what was going on? Why, why didn't you like me back then? Why, why did you treat me the way that you did, you know? And I'm gonna tell you something. By and large, the response was, you know what, Michelle? I don't know. Hmm. Because I think they didn't know. They don't, they don't we don't even know why we're doing what we're doing. But I'm going to tell you something. On the other side of that show and, and in having those conversations, there's a different relationship. Some, some of these sisters, I have given them opportunities. You know, they call me for things. You know what I mean? I'm the first to try to help in any kind of way. Right. You never know who you're going to who you're going to need or who's going to be that person. Right. That's going to offer right. friendship. On, on the other side at some point in time down the road, right? But that's what having these types of conversations can do for us. Literally, yeah. it sets you free. It sets you free. It and does. They didn't have to give me any other answer than what they did. The fact that they said, I don't know, spoke volumes to them and to me. Yeah. And now we're able to cultivate sisterhood, and friendship and support 
as adult women putting the pain of the past behind us. Yep. That's healing. Yeah, it, it starts with one conversation. Yep. Because sometimes if you know what somebody has experienced in life, whatever you were thinking about them, it really will change sometimes when, you know, even people that you don't care for, whether it's light skin, dark skin, just people in general. A lot of people walk around here don't like each other or whatever and don't even know the people. That's right. Because you haven't had a conversation. And, you know, maybe I used to think, and sometimes I overanalyze stuff, but I, I used to, you know how people would say, why you look, you know, because my facial expression was never like a grin, you know, it's just, me too. <laughs> I had that, what do they call it? The um, RB face. I did. I I, I did. I, 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 I'm not going to say what that means, but I, I, I and it wasn't intentional, but people always say smile. But then I thought about it yesterday, <laughs> but then I thought about it and I said, you know, maybe people automatically take you there, but they yeah. don't know what, what phone call you just had or you know, how your day has been going That's and right. it's not necessarily a mean face. Maybe it's a, you know, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I'm hurt. Um, and sometimes just take that minute to say it's going to be all right or whatever. Um, and then uh, let's flip it on the other side. When somebody says that to you, don't get offended. Like, well, you know, cause we'll do that too. Yes, and, and just receive it because somewhere something is showing up. Yes. Yes whether it's pain from two weeks ago, yesterday, um, whatever it is, something's showing up in your face. And I had to realize that I probably had things on my mind that weren't necessarily in the moment, but I was carrying them. So um, I will say that, you know, in, in Shariva, I've talked about this and started a group on um, Unplugged and Chill for that very reason. Maybe it's, it's moments like this where we can take those moments to just relax and get out, clear our minds because we got too much on them. And then we take it out on everybody else. We take it out on our sisters and our brothers and stuff. And then we turn it into light skin, black skin, or, you know, you ain't the haves and the have not, whatever we turn it into. When really is that we tired, we exhausted. We, yeah. we just need some time. So we need to think about those kind of things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I don't know what you think. I think we have, um look, we had some, uh, Victoria said, let me go ahead and put this new show in my book. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> so, Victoria, I'm going to want you there, all of us. Um, yeah, and, and Sharon said a lot of the culture is, is, is culture behavior um, fueled among different groups, even sororities. And, and yes, I mean, all of those fuel yeah. this. Oh, yeah. All of them. And we don't really realize, I mean, we, 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 we all, I think on some levels we're starting to get there. I was happy to see, you know, AKAs and Deltas together, um, doing things together. It's like, this is what it's all about, but it's, it's taking some work. There was a time when, and I, and I still go back to the school days movie. You all, that was, that was some real stuff. I mean, it, it really was enemy in, in camp enemy. We were just really you know, walking past each other and mm, we do it better. Ooh, we, it's like, who is we? I thought we was on the same team. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we need, I guess we need to recognize who our team players are. Yes. We family, we team and, and mean it. Not just say it. But feel um, it. Yeah, because right. sisterhood is not just something you say. You know, yeah. it's, it, it's what you do 
when everybody ain't in the same room. That's when your sisterhood shows up. Absolutely. Yeah. So I have enjoyed for, for uh, sisterhood. I said, speaking of which, I thank you for, for our sisterhood. Truly. Yes. Um, because it, it, it started from supporting each other. It know? did. Yeah. Yes. And it's remained ten, nine, eight, nine years. And what we shared with Shariva before we came on was that um, we've never even had a chance to see each other in person. That's correct. But for nine years, we could pick up the phone and say, hey, and support each other or whatever. And, and you don't have to talk to each other every day or, you know, any of that. And we've never been in person to get a hug or anything. That's right. And somehow. But we give them and feel them from each other all yep. the time. Yep. All the time, you know. And I know that you're always there. Right. Yep. More so than some people that I talk to all the time, every every day. Right. I've never questioned in my mind. Does Lisa have my back? You know, is Lisa yep. to depend on that I can share some things with. Right. Never. Well, and you know what? And, I, and, I, and like I said, it, we really need to do some self checks because when we think that about people, we need to think about why we feel that way. Because way. sometimes I think we're putting that on someone else, but really it's some things that we, that we need have. to work on. Yes. And so it makes us gun shy to folks or think that they trying to, you know, so it's, it's, a, it's we, we got to work it out. So yeah. I am loving the we cute. So we're going to have to do. Okay. So y'all, and don't nobody take this. Okay. So we're going, we're going, um, we're going to do a, do, do a shirt or something and maybe say, would y'all wear, y'all let me know, would y'all wear the shirts? We're going to have to do something with the WeQ, Okay. I would wear, we're going, we're going, we're going to do this and let's do, let's do this. Um, if nothing else before we end the show and I say my goodbyes to everybody and thank Michelle so much for coming on here. Let's, let's, let's start the show off. Um, on a healing note or in the show on a healing note by saying going forward, you won't do it all the time, but when you out there, you going past a sister. Um, and it don't have to be just a brown or black sister, any sister. Look at them and say, We we cute. Absolutely. And, and, and come back the next time we do a show and, and let's see what the response was. Now it's gonna throw people off because we're not used to it. That's right. Look, Lisa. Yes, Lisa makes you all fuzzy and stuff. Y'all know, y'all know I'm so mushy-gushy anyway. And some people don't think I am, but that's I always say that when you don't know me. You don't, you know, you you know what you think of me, but you don't know me. That's right. If if you think it's something different, you don't really know me. So, and I ain't perfect, but I do. I never want to see anybody hurt. And if ever I've done something that hurt someone's feelings, come talk to me. That's right. Um, that's All right. you got to do is talk Talk to me. It could be a misunderstanding or whatever. But if you don't have that conversation, I can't fix what you're not willing to exactly talk to me about. So okay. I love this, Michelle. I love this too, sis. And I love you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This was the best. <laughs> we talked. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we will be doing this again. Yes. We got a We Cute thing going on. So I'm, I'm going to do something love with that. You feel good when you say it. I know because you know what? It doesn't put anybody up or down. Yes. So when I say we cute, you can't even say like, it's not even, it's not separating us. It brings us together. So we both cute at the same time. I don't care if I'm in sweatshirt, I'm in sweatshirt, sweatpants, looking toe down, 
and you a fly, I'm gonna walk right up to you and say, We cute. <laughs> now, the response is gonna be if the girl looking all fly and be like, No, sis, you not. <laughs> and I'm gonna say, That's all right, I'm gonna pray for you. But no, we. <laughs> He's so cute. You're right. It's okay. I'm cute. Yeah. You, just, you can't see it right now. You can't see it, but I'm cute. <laughs> I love this. I think you're right, Doreen. It's an inclusive statement. It is. And we need more of those. Yes. We need more of those. So let's start with We Cute. So I want to y'all post it. I mean, if y'all go somewhere or you, you know, or every now and then post it on social media and tag me in it. We we cute. Let's 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 do it. I mean, we gotta start somewhere. Yes, so, Michelle, do. when I call you back, come on back here. We're going to open this up and mm-hmm. and maybe even get some moderators in and, and, and start to work on some issues um, with some sisters who really have some issues. There's some sisters out there that like, yeah, we can talk about this, but this really hasn't, you know, fixed my issue. I have some real deep-seated issues and we want to, you know, work on those. So, let's do this again. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Patsy and Doreen, Victoria, Cheryl. Um, Henrietta, Sharif, Sharif, we know you did. Um, <laughs> Sharon, everybody, thank y'all for tuning in. I want to continue these conversations. Please continue to share this show. Um, the hashtag we cute, let's do it. Um, and join us on Luncheon with Lisa every Thursday, seven to eight, streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. Um, what is the We Cute conference coming? The We Cute conference coming. <laughs> okay, don't look at Victoria claiming stuff for us. All right, Victoria, you're gonna be on the planning committee. You keep playing. But yes, thank you. So we we gonna have some more. So we gonna do it. I mean, it's about healing. So let's do it. Um, we actually you can find Lunch with Lisa on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, it's probably about seven platforms, so we do podcasts, and we're streaming live on YouTube, so please continue to share this so we can get the word out, um, and they'll know what the hashtag means and use it, um, but I appreciate my sisters and my brothers if they tuned in, and, and let's keep the conversation going, so I will see you all next Thursday, um, 7 to 8, I will say that we are starting off February, which I consider the love month. Um, so I believe the first week we are talking about, um, self-love and then we're going to go into, um, family love, um, romantic love and then community love. So we have some different guests and we're going to talk about there's so many ways we can love on each other. And the big part of that is that is black history month. Yeah. So there are all kinds of events going on for black history month. Michelle, can you tell people where they can find you, what you have going on? Cause you have some things going on. So they'll know. Absolutely. So I can be found on Instagram and on Facebook, just Michelle Greer Esquire. I also have a a talk show with with three other wonderful co-hosts called the Unstoppable Women Going Deeper Table Talk. And you can find us on Facebook. We also stream live on um, Thursdays as well. But there's no competition. Tune in here. Tune in there. Ours is recorded. So check them both out. Yes going to get wonderful information going deeper on on both fronts both shows so yes, yes please reach out and again lisa thank you so very much and i thank your viewers for, for also giving me an opportunity to speak with them no thank you michelle we're going and this this is just the beginning of us um reconnecting again and on some issues that are going to make a difference in our communities, whether it's the black community or just the woman's community and just people. We're all people trying to make it. Um, 
in this world together and we got to work together. So this is our start. So again, thank you all. And we will see you next week on Lunch with Lisa. So talk to you later. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, sis. Wow.